Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hessen, back with a brand new episode here on The Truth. Back to a brand new episode with AJ Ponsano. AJ, how are you doing here today? I'm doing great now. How are you? Doing great as well. Today we're going to go over our Week 12 NFL Pick'em. For those that do not know what the NFL Pick'em is, we're basically going to be picking the winners from, or who we think we're going to win on Sunday and Monday in the NFL. We have a little, uh, little, uh, game going on between the two of us last week i won once again i'm on a hot streak let's go ahead and take a look at week 11 we both got the ravens right at home against the bengals both got the browns right at home against the steelers kind of funny those four teams all playing against each other in the afc north you got the texans right at home against the cardinals i got the cardinals wrong both got the titans wrong at jacksonville both got the dolphins right at home against the raiders both got the cowboys right at Carolina, both got the Lions right at home against the Bears. Both got the Chargers and Commanders wrong. Chargers were at Green Bay. Commanders were hosting the Giants. Both got the 49ers right at home against the Buccaneers. Both got the Bills right at home against the Jets. I got the Rams right at home against the Seahawks. I also got the Broncos right against my Minnesota Vikings. That one, I was sad to see the Vikings lose, but happy that I at least picked them to lose instead of picking them to win. And then we both got the Chiefs wrong at home against the Eagles. So I have shrunken the lead once again. How many am I down to you now as a whole? I want to say it's right around 11, maybe 12. All right. So we're slowly, you know, you just got to slowly chop off, you know, the, the ranks a little bit and go a little bit down. So I got nine out of 14, right? AJ got eight out of 14, right? We obviously had a four games on Thursday and Friday, the Black Friday and Thanksgiving games. So we'll go over those matchups next week. So let's go ahead and take a look at Sunday. There are no bye weeks this week. So we got the regular uh, slate of games here kicking off Sunday at uh, the Steelers at the Bengals. Who do you got in this AFC North matchup? So, Steelers, Bengals, I'm going to have Steelers win this, and it's due to the fact that I don't know which direction this Bengals team is not going to go in. Are they going to kind of want – are they going to want to kind of tank a little bit? I mean, make it get a higher pick. Definitely don't go for another weapon. You have, you have enough weapons there. Again, offensive linemen, uh, go defense. I, they need to bolster up something uh, either on the O-line, which has been better, or on the defense. I think I saw something also. Joe Burrow is like the most sacked quarterback in like a certain amount of games. And it's not even close. It's like like whoever the next quarterback is. I want to say it's like almost like 15, 20 more sacks that he's taken through like his first like four full seasons. It would have been or full seasons worth of games. So I think the Steelers are going to win this game. Not having Joe Burrow there is going to definitely affect the Bengals. And I know this offense hasn't been the best for the Steelers, but I think it would be better. It's kind of weird to also think Kenny Pickett's only had like one multi-touchdown game. And of all people, Tom DeVito has more multi-touchdown games than Pickett. But I think as a whole, this two running back system with Jalen Warren and Najee Harris has been working a lot better. I thought Pat Firemuth, I mean, who remembers that name? I don't anymore. But I think that as a whole, I think it will be a good game. But the Bengals not having a true quarterback, having Browning as their backup or now as their starter – uh, for what looks like being the rest of the season unless they sign something new. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Bengals winning this game here at home. I think the Bengals do come away with a victory against the Steelers. The Steelers just fired Matt Canada, which may give them a little bit of a pulse. Obviously, Matt Canada was terrible for them, just terrible in general. About time, that was long overdue. But the Steelers team, I mean, this is big for them. They kind of fired their coach. They don't usually do that. Um, but they obviously saw what was ahead of them. They're sitting with a 6-4 and four record, a game above the Bengals, obviously. And trying to make a push, not necessarily for the division crown, that'd be great, but just mainly for a wild card spot. 
Going into Cincinnati, they're two and two on the road this season. The Bengals are three and two at home. You talk about Jake Browning. I talked about, I think it was in the Thanksgiving show that I'm not the biggest fan of Jake Browning, but you know, this week he's got a lot of confidence. He's already said he's, you know, he had his press conference earlier in the week. He had said, This isn't a Josh Dobbs situation. I know the offense. So he's familiar with the offense. He also ironically had one of the offensive linemen, Jonah Williams, who blocked for him in high school. So has a little bit of familiarity there, but he's been with the Bengals for a period of time. And he learned under one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the league in Joe Burrow. So I don't think he's going to necessarily play terribly. I think this is going to be important for them to really see if they're going to go with Jake Browning for the rest of the season or try to sign you know, a guy late in the season they don't really know. But clearly they have him on the roster for a reason, and they have him on the roster because they think that there's obviously – potential there with him. I think this Bengals team plays really well behind him. I think the Steelers take a little bit of time to get adjusted to a new play call system. And I don't know what they're going to do because I've been looking at their depth chart throughout the week and all I see is Jake Browning, obviously Joe Burrow on their depth chart as well. I think they got to pick up or at least put up a practice squad guy just to have a backup quarterback. So this is Jake Browning's team at least for now and we'll see how he fares this week, but I like the matchup a lot. Okay, next Jaguars at the Texans in AFC South battle. So, Jags-Texans, I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. Uh, I had the Jags winning this one. I mean, the Texans, they've been good. Uh, CJ Stroud had easily his worst game uh, so far in his young career uh, last week against the Cardinals, which was kind of surprising. I mean, Cardinals not that good defensively. He was 27 for 37 there, 336 passing yards. So, a good amount. It was also shaken up. Uh, i I don't know if it was a hand injury or a rib injury, but he got hit pretty hard uh, and had to get taken out for a play. So Davis Mills had a pass attempt there for two for two yards. But he still had two touchdowns. He did have the three interceptions. The running game was definitely there for them, so they didn't do re- re- it didn't seem like if they were stressing that much about the interceptions. I mean, it was only a five-point victory uh, over the Cardinals, so stressing a little bit. But I don't think Shroud's too scared. I mean, you were kind of expecting a bad game here and there. At least it wasn't a game where he had three receptions, no touchdowns, and less than 200 yards. I mean, he still had pretty high completion percentage, still had touchdowns, still passed for a good amount of yards. It just happened to have three interceptions. So I think it will be a, a fun game there. I think that uh, that Texans will be good, but the Jags offense has been really good, especially last week. I believe uh, four touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence, uh, two rushing, two passing, I mean, he finally is kind of getting into a groove, it feels like, uh, over the Titans. He had 262 yard passing yards there, uh, so not the mo- not big yards there, 24 for 32. Uh, the rushing side, he only had five rushes, 17 yards, but two of those were for the touchdowns. Defense has pl- been playing solid. Uh, I think that Stroud coming off his worst game ever uh, so far in, in his career, I think he'll have a little bit of a bounce-back game, but I still see him having another – turnover here and I think the Jags offense and defense have been clicking. So this is gonna be an interesting battle. I mean I typically don't go for the Texans, but I'm gonna go for the Texans here. Look, the Texans are hot. Texans have been playing great football as of late. They're on a three-game win streak. They're actually a game behind the Jaguars. And I think if they win they technically are in first place. They are four and one at home. The Jaguars are four and oh on the road. So it's gonna be a battle of two Titans. In division matchups, I like to give the benefit of the doubt most of the time to the home team. And I'm gonna do that here again. Yeah, the Jaguars won last week. Woohoo. I'm still not really buying the Jaguars hype. They played the Titans. 
Um, you have been struggling. They won 34 to 14, but it was nice to see their offense start clicking. You look at this Jaguars team, it's hard to believe, in my opinion, they're seven and three. But Chihuahua went 24 for 32, 262, and two tutties. Etienne had 14 carries for 52 yards. Calvin Ridley, seven catches, 103, and two touchdowns. So, you know, this Jaguars team is rolling. I obviously mentioned CJ Stroud. I was waiting for him to have his worst game. He did. He had three interceptions last week, which is more interceptions than he's had the entire season going into last week, as he only had two. But Look at this team as a whole here, and I'm thinking that the Texans are going to come out with the victory at home. I'm not saying C.J. Stroud plays great, but I think he plays enough. I think this uh, is a low-scoring game. The defenses for both sides have been very, very solid. Young, very young, and I'm really curious to see these two fair. But I'm going to go with the Texans winning this game here at home. All right, we got the Bucks at the Colts. Bucks at the Colts. I'm going to go with Colts here. Coming off a of bye week, uh, and then coming off a week before that where – Against the Patriots, where it's very interesting, very low scoring game, uh, ten to nine, I believe the final score was there. Uh, but I had the Colts winning over the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks, they've been all right, but they haven't been that good. Uh, the Colts defense has been pretty solid. I wouldn't say it's been great, but the Bucks, I just don't trust the team. And this may be a little bit more of a bias picks as a whole, is that because the Bucks are right now second. Uh, right behind the Saints, and it's really only a one-game difference. Yeah, this division sucks, but uh, I think that as maybe a little bit more of a pick because I want the Bucks to lose than the Colts to win, but I think the Colts are going to win this. I think that Pittman's going to have a really good game. Jonathan Taylor starting to see a little bit more uh, usage every week. Uh, Zach Moss is still, I believe, top 10 in rushing yards. So I think as a whole, this offense is going to be able to move the ball against the Bucks. I'm going to go with the Colts winning this game as well at home here. The Bucks haven't been playing great. The one game I thought they played great as far as the offensive was concerned was against the Texans. They lost 39-37. to Last week, obviously, was not pretty for them. They played the 49ers, lost 27-14. They barely beat the Titans. I shouldn't say barely beat the Titans, but beat them 20-6 the week before that. So... This team does scare me a little bit. I'm also curious because the Colts just seem to find a way to win. The Colts are also coming off a bye week, so they're going to be fully healthy or as healthy as can be in this matchup. Uh, interesting, too, the Colts are 1-4 at home, which is very interesting. I always find it interesting teams that struggle at home, and the Colts have definitely been one of them this season. Buccaneers should put up a good fight, but I think the Colts come away with it. Okay, Saints at Falcons. Who do you got? So this the Saints uh, or the Falcons hate week technically. Uh, it's a thing that the Saints we do uh, as fans. We just hate on the Falcons no matter what uh, during this entire week span, uh, all the way up until game day and throughout. But I have the Saints winning this one. Um, both, I mean, both teams have been bad. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like it's such a bad division. The Saints have not been playing well. Michael Thomas is now an IR. He's gonna be out until basically the end of the season, it feels like. Uh, same with Marshall Lattimore. Uh, his high ankle sprain says that he's going to be out for most of the season. Uh, the uh, the Falcons haven't been good. The Saints haven't been good. But out of the two bad teams that they've been up to this point, I think the Saints uh, are have been better of the two worse. So I know you've talked about this before, but if there's a team that you hate as a Saints fan, is it the Falcons, like, the most? Yeah. Yeah, I hate the yeah. Falcons. That's yep. funny. Um, yeah, so this one, I'm going to go with the Saints as well. Look, I think the Saints are going to win this game. Desmond Ritter is starting, if I'm not mistaken. This is their first game coming out the bye, but the Falcons just suck, dude. 
And I've said this repeatedly, the Falcons were frauds. I mean, the way they started the season, a lot of people were excited, but they're four and six overall. They're going to do a match against the Saints. They are playing at home, which may play to their advantage. You also mentioned the Saints are a bit banged up. I know Thomas just went to IR, but uh, the Saints have been playing fine as well. You look at the Saints team as a whole, I think they're going to find a way to get it done. I think their defense is going to be huge. I think the offensive inconsistencies for the Falcons is going to be huge as well. So, I look at this game as a whole, and uh, I'm expecting the Saints to win this game here in this interdivision matchup, but I think it should be fun, should be exciting. I don't think it's going to be super high scoring. I think it's going to be like a low-scoring defensive battle, but who knows? If the Falcons finally fi- figure out a way to use Bijan correctly, then uh, they might have a better chance of winning. Okay, Patriots add Giants. Patriots add Giants. I don't know if this is exactly like a hot – no, I wouldn't say hot take, but – like an upset, I have the Giants beating the Patriots. I mean, Tony DeVito's keep on keeps on making history. Uh, he was the first ever rookie to start a game at quarterback. Uh, he's the only rookie now uh, in back rookie quarterback in back to back games uh, to throw for I want to say throw for a touchdown or two touchdowns. Uh, first ever Giants rookie quarterback do that. I mean, I don't know whatever well what other records he could break. Uh, for the Giants, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did against his Patriots team. His Patriots team hasn't been good. Uh, there's also rumors that but that Belichick's going to be leaving the Patriots, that both sides are going to, quote-unquote, mutually move on from each other uh, and go in different directions. I mean, it would be interesting, uh, Bill Belichick technically being a free agent, uh, quarterback, where he would go or what type <laughs> of system, that, what type of team he could take over and win another 17 Super Bowls. I mean – it's just an interesting scenario. I mean, the Giants are not good. The Patriots aren't good. Patriots are talking about moving on from the best uh, personnel that they are best coach slash personnel member they've ever had in their organization. This is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I mean, the Patriots are so bad this year. The Giants are terrible as well. The Patriots, it's battle of two and eight teams, okay? So it's not like it almost could be classified. The, the Giants are three and eight, I should say. The Patriots are two and eight. But it's, it's almost the game of the week as far as that's concerned. Um, but looking at this team as a whole, this is going to be a weird matchup. I'm going to go with the Patriots because why not? I think the Patriots have the edge over the Giants. I think the Giants kind of had a little fluky game. Tommy DeVito had a fluky game. It happens. Everyone does that. Uh, they are NFL quarterbacks in the, the day. But this Patriots, I mean, we obviously don't record these on Sunday morning, but nobody knows who's playing for the Patriots. And I don't, I mean, obviously Bill Belichick knows. He'd say going into the bye week that every position is up for grabs. It's basically like a complete in-season reset. He said that he he's not ready to name a Week 12 starter. He said, you'll find out who it is on Sunday. He said he's told everybody to be ready to go. And Patriots' Mac Jones was asked on whether he'll start against the Giants, and he said, quote-unquote, hope so. Will Greer to Bill Belichick, pick me. Like, it's like, what What even is this in the NFL? I don't even understand what's going on with the Patriots. It's just comical at this point. I mean, there's just so much going on with the Patriots. Like, nobody knows. I mean, it's going to be Mac Jones, Bailey Zapp, Will Greer. Who's going to start? It's like the biggest question mark. And it's like one of these things that it's like they're trying to hide it from the Giants because the Giants are, like, playing them in the class or something. But I think Bill Belichick's just so fed up. I would be curious to see if they do move on from Bill Belichick after the season. I think Bill Belichick's still a great coach. I think his team is just terrible, and that's one of the reasons why they're struggling. But should be a fun one. I'm definitely going to tune in for that, especially once I figure out who's starting. I'm going to go with the Patriots, though. Why not? This is going to be a really weird game. Panthers at the Titans. Panthers, Titans at the Titans winning this. I mean, the Panthers have not looked good his last few weeks. I think the Titans... Uh, they also really haven't looked that good. Only playing had 14 points last week, uh, not really doing a whole lot offensively. 
Defense has been all right as a whole, but against the Jags, losing by 20 points there, it was a fun. The three and seven now, I want, or three and eight, something like that. Uh, Will Levis did have two passing touchdowns in this game, 13 for 17. Uh, Derrick Henry, only 10 rush attempts for 38 yards. I mean, who would have thought Derrick Henry just falling off a cliff like that? Like, I, I expected like a slow decline for Derrick Henry, but I mean, he's. I don't, I don't know if it's just play calling what it is, but Derrick Henry has not been a factor basically this entire season uh, up to this point. So I'm going to go – I'm still going to go with the Texans, though. I mean, the Panthers, I get – they haven't been that good. I mean, they're probably going to get the first overall – or not anymore. They would have gotten the first overall pick uh, if they didn't trade that pick. The, the Bears were probably going to get the first overall pick, not because of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the Panthers winning this game just because why not? The Titans have been playing so bad. This is like another one of those Jets or Giants-Patriots matchups, I should say. Titans currently sitting with a 3-7 and seven record. They're on a three-game losing streak. They're actually 0-6 on the road, so it's a good thing they're playing at home here. But I don't know. I think it's a good game. I think it's a high-scoring game. Derrick Henry has been completely irrelevant this season, which has killed me in two of my fantasy leagues. And it's not necessarily Derrick Henry's fault. First of all, the offensive line has been playing terribly. They literally hand the ball to Derrick Henry, and he's tackled before he can even make a move. On top of that, since the running game is not effective, when the running game doesn't work, get him involved in the passing game. They just completely take him out of passing situations. Tajay Spears is the pass-catching running back, who's a very good pass-catching running back. But... The end of the day, you also have Derrick Henry. Like, just put him in the open field. It's like if he's running up the middle, he just can't do it. So, Titans have showed some inconsistencies. Will Levis has been a little bit cooler as of late. I think him and DeAndre Hopkins get going. But I think the Panthers find a way to win this game. Like you mentioned, they have the first overall pick that belongs to Chicago. They're not trying to necessarily tank for Caleb or tank for the number one overall pick. They don't have the number one overall pick. So, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs this season? No, but they'd like to at least have some wins. And Bryce Young looks somewhat of an effective quarterback in the NFL. So, I think the Panthers do come out with a victory on the road here. And for the Titans, maybe the signal's the end of Mike Rabel. Maybe he's an in-season fire or something like that. But I think the Panthers are clearly on the wrong path forward, but I think they get on the right path forward with a win this week. And I just can't trust the Titans until they get Derrick Henry more than 20 rushing yards a game. Okay, Rams at the Cardinals. So Rams Cardinals. I, again, I don't know if this is a little more of like an upset. I don't know a, who's like the favorite coming to this game. I'd assume it's the Rams, but I'm gonna go with the Cardinals in this game. Uh, Kyler's been all right up to this point. First game back was against the Falcons. Went 19 for 32, 249 passing yards. Did have an interception, but six rushes, 33 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, not a bad game, but a solid game. First game back. Uh, in that game, they did they did win. They only won by two, but a win's a win at the end of the day. And then just last week, uh, I guess the Texans. I mean, the defense was mainly the star of that show. That's when that's the game last week. Stroud had the three interceptions, but Kyler Murray, thir- twenty for thirty, two hundred fourteen yards, a touchdown, a passing touchdown, and an interception. So he's been that consistently last two games. Thirty pass attempts, uh, also seven rushing attempts for 51 yards in one touchdown. I mean, he's kind of resolved a little bit of my, I wouldn't say fears, but I question marks around him coming back off of that knee injury uh, and how well he's going to be able to run around. And he's been able to do pretty solidly, six or seven rush attempts uh, within those times. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals here and on top of the Rams. I mean, the Rams have not been good. Puka, I want to say his last two weeks haven't been good. I don't know Cooper Cup's exact was going on with him, but I did see the injury that happened pretty early on in that game. Uh, it was a, an ankle injury. He is day-to-day at the moment. 
but or day to day is what he's kind of put up on the injury report, but he may miss a lot of game action or not even play this next week. This is going to be an interesting one. Again, battle of two, not the greatest teams in the NFC West division. Look at these, t- these two teams as a whole, Rams and Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Cardinals winning this game here. The Rams were able to win last week. The Cardinals lost a tough round to the Texans. Cardinals still have good momentum, in my opinion. Again, the Cardinals are 0-6 on the road. Good thing they're playing at home this week. The Rams are 2-3 and on the road. But the Rams came in with a victory last week. Obviously, Cooper Cup was injured. Should be good to go this week. Whether or not he plays fully, you never know. It's just one of those seasons where it feels like Cooper Cup's going to be injured off and on. Puka Nakua has been consistent. I believe they get Kyrie Williams back in the backfield, which is going to be huge for them. As far as their Rams running game is concerned, the Rams running game has always been good, in my opinion, especially when Sean McVay is the coach. Uh, with Kyrie Williams hopefully coming back off IR, it's going to be huge to open up the door. But other than that, they got Royce Freeman, Zach Evans there. Let's not also forget, they also have Carson Wentz as their backup quarterback in case something were to happen to Matthew Stafford. And by this time, he should be able to know the offense to a good extent. But at the Cardinals at home, obviously the last home game, Kyle Murray's first game back, they were able to come away with the victory. And I think the Cardinals are going to chip away with some wins here towards the end of the season because this Cardinals team kind of has a little bit more swagger at them. Playing at home against the Rams, I think they get it done this week. Browns at the Broncos. Browns and the Broncos. I originally had the Browns winning this, but not thinking about it. The Broncos are on a four-game win streak, I want to say. Maybe five-game win streak up to this point. The Broncos have been hot. Now, the Browns' defense uh, is really good, but the offense, uh, I'm really questioning. I mean, I know uh, DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, did come away with a victory last week, and he was in tears on the field like crying for how happy that he was uh, in his first NFL start getting that uh, win there. But I think the Broncos are going to win here. I mean, Sean Payton, uh, this offense, Russell Wilson, has really been in a groove. Uh, his defense for the Broncos isn't that bad either. I mean, I know everyone goes back to that. I know whenever I think about their defense, my mind always immediately goes back to that Dolphins game. I mean, long 70 points, but also – it's really the only game like where they've been that bad. Uh, last week against the Vikings, they were solid. I know against the Chiefs, they were solid a few weeks ago. So I, I'm going to change my answer. Originally, it was the Browns, but I'm going to go with the Broncos here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Broncos as well. The Broncos are hot. They beat the best team in football last week in the Minnesota Vikings. I'm just kidding. They were the hottest team, though, in the Minnesota Vikings. But the Broncos are on a four-game win streak as well. It's crazy to say they're second in the AFC West. After that win, they bolstered all the way up to five and five record. The Raiders are right behind them with a five and six. And the Chargers are four and six. So the Broncos are hot. It's going to be an interesting matchup for them, taking on the Cleveland Browns. I don't know necessarily who's going to be the starting quarterback. I'm assuming it's going to be DRT. I know Joe Flacco was recently signed to the practice squad. I don't think he'll be able to get in the mix right away. And clearly they just forgot about PJ Walker. DTR though, last week played solid. He wasn't eye popping, but he got the win. That's all you need in the NFL is wins. And he did just enough of that last week. Expect more from this running game, this Browns running game as a whole guys like Kareem Hunt obviously um, running the football he's kind of been underrated I feel like Kareem Hunt definitely deserves more respect as far as running the football for the Browns also Jerome Ford obviously a guy that's had a good amount of success so expect guys like that Amari Cooper David Njoku in the defense Miles Garrett dark horse to win MVP question mark I think this uh, Browns team is going to be very good but I think the Broncos find a way to get it done here at home Mile High City does play to their advantage so I like the Broncos here even though it should be a good game and it wouldn't surprise me if the Browns do win Okay, Chiefs at the Raiders. Chiefs, Raiders, I got the Chiefs winning this. I mean, there's a reason you didn't even mention the Raiders in that division. They're the last team 
uh, in that division, as you, when you were just talking about the Broncos there, I think the Chiefs are going to win, I, I would say pretty easily, but I think it will be pretty convincingly. Uh, O'Connell, I mean, he looked good his first, I want to say, two starts, and then after that, it's been very, I would say, mediocre. Granted, he really hasn't needed to do a whole lot just because I don't think there's that high expectations for him to do a whole lot uh, to kind of meet that meet the threshold of being, all right, you're happy from what you got out of him. Uh, but I think the Chiefs are going to play really solid here. Going to Las Vegas, uh, and Chiefs need to start getting some more wins. I mean, last week's loss against the Eagles sucked. I mean, Patrick Mahomes did everything he needed to do. There were so many drop passes in that game, especially that big one, I believe, it was the Marquez Valdez-Scantling, where it just went right out of his hands. That would have been a uh, go-ahead touchdown. Yeah, so it's going to be an interesting matchup as well. In this one, I'm going to go with the Chiefs winning this game here on the road. And I think the Chiefs coming off a devastating loss last week where they just – Marquez Valdez-Scantley dropped the big pass in the end zone. Um, it's been very disappointing for the Chiefs. But they're 7-3. and three. They're still atop the AFC West division. They're two games ahead of the Broncos. It seems like they're going to run away with that division. So wouldn't be too worried about there if you're a Chiefs fan. But going into Las Vegas, obviously Las Vegas, Aiden O'Connell, three interceptions last week was not very good. Very inefficient for the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that continues a little bit. I thought the Raiders, you know, the couple wins they had had with their new coach were against not good teams, the Jets and the Giants. So, Really kind of saw some true colors there when they faced the Dolphins, and they're going to face the Chiefs again. Again, I like division matchups, the home team, but I think the Chiefs are the far better team. And I don't know, I'd like to see uh, Kelsey continue to get involved, the running game get involved a little bit more, but I think the Chiefs win this game, honestly, pretty mightily, to say the least. Okay, next we got the Bills at the Eagles. Bills, Eagles, another upset, you could say, would be Bills being the Eagles. I have the Bills winning this game. I mean, the Eagles need to eventually lose a game, it feels like. Uh, they aren't going to have – I don't think they're as good as they were last year. I think the kind of that magic isn't all the way there. And they need to lose a game. I mean, the biggest defensive weakness has definitely been the past defense. I believe they've had like the second or third most yards and a good amount of touchdowns. I believe the second most. Uh, I want to say it's like 21 or something along those lines. And the Bills' big thing is their pass game, their run defense. Uh, the pass offense. The run off the run game hasn't been the best. James Cook, I mean, I want to say two fumbles basically, or one true fumble that bounced right back to him. One fumble that lot was lost uh on that catch on the where it technically is a Josh Allen fumble, but he basically but it's basically a James Cook fumble. It's kind of one of those things where he's kind of forgot to grab the ball uh on a run play. And the Eagles' run defense has been good. I mean, they've been the second, the best in the entire league, and they've given the least amount of yards. So I think that the Bills are going to be able to throw all day. Josh Allen having one of the best arms. I think Stephon Diggs, uh, Don Kincaid are both going to have really good games. I mean, Diggs really hasn't been much of a factor. He really hasn't been targeted a whole lot these last few games. So I bet I think this will be the game he finally has a good game. This is an interesting one. I feel like I'm the biggest Eagles hater, and I probably am, but I'm going to go with the Bills winning this game here on the road. I thought if the Eagles lost last week, they would win this week. Bills obviously have something to prove, right? And they made that clear in their last game. Um, obviously, after the first game, after firing their offense coordinator, came out, came away with a victory, a improved to 6-5 and five in the year. 32-6 to six over the Jets. Can you really buy into that too deep? Probably not because it's the Jets, but still... 
you got to be satisfied with the way that the Bills did play there against a team like the Jets and a division opponent. But now they're going into Philadelphia. This is going to be a very tough environment for them to play. It's America's game of the week, so that's not going to be fun. It's never fun to do that uh, when you're playing Philadelphia, but it still should be a good game. I expect offense to be high in this game. I think both Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen get it done, but I think the Bills come away with a victory here on the road. Like I said, I thought the Chiefs were going to win at home last week. The Eagles won, and I think the Eagles are bound to lose another game, and I still don't believe they're the best team in the NFC, but Maybe they are. They're nine and one. So give credit to them. But I think the Bills do win this game here. Sunday night football, Ravens at the Chargers. So I think it's gonna be a really fun game. Uh this is probably one of my games to watch. That and the Eagles Bills game. I do have the Ravens winning this one. Uh I do think it'll be a pretty high scoring game. The Chargers offense has been very I would say lackluster. Hasn't been as good as, as we thought. Justin Herbert. He's been solid, but he really hasn't been that good. He hasn't really been a game changer there uh, for the Chargers. But now the defense has also been really bad uh, for the Chargers as a whole. So that could also be a part of it that their defense just giving up way too many points for his offense to be able to keep up with, uh, at least early on in games. And they're kind of just they're kind of having to climb out of a hole. But the Ravens' defense has been solid. Now they do lose Mark Andrews, which has been a big part of their offense. Uh, but Lamar Jackson, I think he'll still have a really solid game here. Uh, I think that passing-wise, it'll be a little bit more interesting what they do. But I believe Isaiah likely will be their number one uh, tight end at the moment. Now, Isaiah likely has had games, multiple touchdown games uh, and over 50 yards in a few games as well. So I mean, there's still chances that – I mean, they're going to miss Mark Andrews, no doubt. But there's still chances that it's not going to be that big of a gap uh, statistically that they're going to miss him. Now, the impact will miss him, but as a whole, I still think the Ravens are able to go down the field, especially if OBJ is able to do what he did. I think Zay Flowers will have better games. The last few weeks, he hasn't had the best games. I want to say he's been right around three, maybe four receptions for like 40 yards. I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those games where he gets like six, seven receptions for like 80, maybe even 90 yards. So for me, this is more of a panic pick because the Chargers are 4-6 and six and they're my Super Bowl favorite. So I'm going to go with the Chargers winning this game here at home. But the Ravens are the better team. They're 8-3. Obviously won a big match against the Bengals on Thursday Night Football. Have a little bit of leeway, almost like a bye week with the extra couple of days there on Thursday night. But I think the Chargers, in all seriousness, do come with the victory here. I think the Chargers are still a really good team. Yeah, they're 4-6. and six. They just haven't figured it out just yet. And I know time's ticking. Like, they really got to figure it out sometime soon. They got to put together some wins here, and this is the first step. Maybe this is what they need on Sunday Night Football. Got a date with the Patriots next week, then the Broncos, Raiders, Bills, Broncos, and Chiefs. So kind of a tough stretch of games coming up here. Obviously, Brandon Staley on the firing chop at the moment. I saw when we were talking about the Bill Belichick thing, I saw that a release. they could trade Bill Belichick because they had the rights to him to the Chargers, which would be very interesting. Uh, but I think, you know, there's going to be a coaching change there in Los Angeles, whether or not, and ever since Sean Payton got traded from the Saints, it seems like coaches are just going to get traded every year now. Uh, but in all seriousness, I think the Chargers are going to come out with a victory. It should be a good game. I'm curious to see how Mark Andrews' impact is. I think Isaiah likely is a good option there. Gus Edwards has been consistent, gets a couple touchdowns a game, and Lamar is able to run the ball efficiently. If he's able to not turn the ball over, then they're in a good position. But if he does turn the ball over, then they're screwed. And then Monday night, Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, so at the Vikings, I definitely have the Bears win. No, they're always this game. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the uh, I'll give it to the Vikings. They're gonna win this. I've never, I guess I wouldn't say I've not been a big. Jo- I've just never watched him or really like 
cared to watch him, I guess, like when he was with the Cardinals for that brief stint or when he was uh, having a little bit of playing time with the Steelers. It just kind of didn't – like I just didn't really care. But now it's kind of fun to watch him. I kind of like watching him uh, in these games. Now, Justin Fields last week against the Lions was pretty solid. I mean, it wasn't outstanding, but it wasn't bad. 16 for 23, 169 yards uh, and a touchdown, 18 rush attempts, 104 rushing yards. I mean, first game back, I mean, it seemed like he was able to grip the ball pretty well. I know it was a big thing. He just couldn't hold on to a football uh, with that hand injury. But I just don't see him doing a whole lot here. Neither defense has really been that good. Also, it's like with the Bears, like, you're going to have the first overall pick with that getting that Panthers pick. It's really up to what do you want to do with Fields and what do you want to do with that first overall pick? Because they still have their they still have their pick, which is I believe projected the fifth pick at the moment, maybe sixth pick, something along those lines. So I mean, it just depends what they want to do. I mean, if they want want to win, they're still going to have the first overall pick and stick with Justin Fields and maybe trade it. Or if they don't want to stick with Justin Fields, then start losing games and potentially get like the first and fourth pick, first and third pick, so that, and then trade Justin Fields for another first round pick. I mean, they're they're really in whatever scenario, whatever happens, they're in a winning scenario. I mean, as just as an organization, so as a whole, I mean, just really doesn't matter at this point for the Bears because no matter what happens, win or lose, it's still in a really good situation. Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting game here. Typically, the Monday every I feel, like, I feel like every year the Vikings and the Bears play on Monday night, but it's usually in Soldier Field. This time it's in Minnesota, which is gonna be interesting. How the Vikings are gonna play? Still don't know if Justin Jefferson's gonna be good to go. Hopefully, he is. I think he has a better chance of him playing now because they lost the Broncos. But look at this Vikings team as a whole. Typically, they're low scoring contests. I think it's gonna be more of an up uh, high scoring game between these two teams, at least in the Bears' perspective. As you mentioned, it's like a weird situation. The Bears are three and seven. Um, Justin Fields came back. With great i feel like he's looked great i think justin fields gets a terrible reputation from the bears i think justin fields is better than caleb williams i'm just going to go out and say it i don't think caleb williams is all that so it depends if the bears want to keep justin fields or whether they want to go with caleb williams because they're probably going to get a top two top three pick what happens if they have the number two pick then maybe they keep justin fields and go for a guy like marvin harrison and bolster that wide receiver course so there's a lot of things that the bears can do in my opinion I think you should tank because why would you keep winning games? You're not going to make the postseason. But at the same time, Justin Fields is playing for his life on the Bears. So he's going to be playing great the rest of the season. So it's going to be a weird matchup. But I'm going to go with my Vikings at home. It would not blow up past me if the Vikings lose to the Bears on Monday Night Football. I know Captain Kirk's not playing, but who knows? The Vikings are prone to do some weird shit. So it may happen. But I think the Vikings do come away with the victory here. And the Vikings also are trying to hold on to a wild card spot right now. And for some reason, not necessarily for some reason, but to some extent, they're two and a half games back from the Lions play the Lions in the final two out of three games in the regular season so they'd like to obviously compete for a division crown as well well thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Truth I hope you guys did enjoy it if you guys did make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter The Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth including podcast dates podcast uploads and other important information of value make sure you follow The Truth on Instagram and TikTok as well at the.tt.truth we do an Instagram live every Tuesday at 12.30pm Central Time we then post the highlights and clips from those Instagram lives on the Instagram and TikTok pages so make sure you guys do follow us for that Hope you guys enjoy the Sunday and Monday in the NFL. Hopefully you guys did enjoy the Thanksgiving site as well. Very productive week here in week 12. As always, I'm the host, or your host, when you love the most, Niall Huston, joined once again by AJ Ponciano. Take care and good night.